Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and occasional conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and change makers. How often do you fear what other people will think and say to you and about you? For as long as I can remember, I've always been afraid of the anonymous collective of imaginary haters waiting to pounce on me the second I put something out into the world. Because of that, I don't like to ask others for feedback, and I often keep my voice silent on issues and topics important to me. Fortunately, I'm slowly learning how to respond to the actual voices of others in front and around me. The more I do that, the stronger my connection to my creative soul and my fear of the others loosens its grip on me. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 615. As far back as I can remember, I've always been afraid of how people will respond to me when I say or do something they don't like. Maybe it's all those times where I was called to the principal's office or, you know, getting in trouble. But for the entirety of my creative career, this fear has held me back. This fear of the anonymous collective just waiting to pounce on me and tell me how stupid I am or how horrible I am or just how crap my work is. There have been a few moments recently, however, where the emotions of people around me have elevated to the point where the pit of my stomach just dropped. And it was in those moments where I was just like, oh, I hate this feeling. I'm letting them down. I'm going to the principal's office. I'm, I'm reverting back to that child that just did something wrong. But as an adult, the more I saw it happening, the more I felt it happening, the more I recognized just how important it was to not hold yourself back and to learn how to receive the emotions and opinions of others without letting them tear you down and silencing you. And it's in these moments where you can learn from others. And yes, there should be limits, boundaries to just how poisonous those voices can be in your life. So in today's episode of Getting Work to Work, I'm going to share eight questions that not only am I asking myself, but questions that you can ask yourself as you work through the fear of what others might say to you. The first question has to do with learning to listen from within. Is what they are saying true? This is a very powerful question, and it requires a lot of honesty with yourself. Is what they are saying true? Am I letting them down? There are just some moments where this emotion, this feeling, this saying from another person is just their own perception of reality, and it's not necessarily true to your experience of them. When you can be honest about what people are saying, not only to you, but learning to separate what you have control over, then you're starting to see what you are able to change. The second question has to do with taking nothing personally. And when you are in an experience where someone else's anger and frustration is being expressed to you, or even their opinion upon your work, in order to take nothing personally, the question becomes, what can I learn? 
from this experience? I find myself asking this question a lot because I have to work through situations that are putting me in positions where I don't necessarily want to be in them, but I have to learn from them. And if I don't ask that question, I find that I'm obsessing over the whatever happened, and I'm finding myself wanting to escape. But when I pause and say, what can I learn from this experience? Again, I have to be honest with myself. Where did I go wrong in that situation? What could I do better next time? And that comes down to the third question around communication. What is the best way to communicate in this moment? And this is one of those questions that you can ask when you're in a strong, powerful moment. It's a way to silence yourself from reaction, from response, and just say, okay, what is the best way to communicate in this moment? Because it allows you to do the fourth thing of de-escalating a situation. How can I calm this situation down? And how can I empathize? The fifth thing, how can I empathize with them? How would I feel in this situation? When you are able to actually see and experience true voices of frustration and true emotional responses in front of you and around you, you have to learn how to communicate, de-escalate, and empathize. And this is part of training yourself. So the sixth question becomes, how can I receive this emotion without taking it home, without letting it pollute my own creativity, my own sense of peace? And this training regimen is not easy. It's something that you have to constantly work at doing. So what is it that you need to do so that you can allow others to be able to express their frustration about you, about the world, about the frustrations and anger that they feel, but you can just let it go. Not because it's not valuable and that you shouldn't do something about it, but you can't let it control who you are and what you're trying to do in this world. The seventh question is around practice. How can I bravely use my voice in this chaotic world? While a lot of these questions are about the response from others, this question is really about using your voice, not holding it back, not being afraid of the response, but putting it out there, putting out what you want to say. And that's something that's hard. It can be really, really hard for people who aren't used to saying things to <laughs> the anonymous internet about what they care about. Because there's so much vitriol and hatred out there. There's so much chaos. And yes, it does require courage and bravery, which requires you to constantly practice and being open to these experiences. It's not easy, though. And that's why practice and training requires this eighth question. Support. Who is on my team? Who are the people around me who will take care of me when the actual people team up 
and go after me. It's not easy in this world, and you're never going to make everyone happy. But let's be honest, you can be a source of peace and possibility. When you know that events in life and work never happen the way anyone expect them to, when they want them to, how or even why, you can actually have more control over your response to others. And the more you use your voice and the more you pause to listen, the stronger you'll become. It's in this strength that you become an agent of hope, opening yourself up to others without silencing yourself through fear and allowing the others to express themselves without shutting you down. And that's what all this is about. When we can be a society where everyone, and I mean absolutely everyone, can express themselves without the fear of how people that don't agree with them will respond to them, and then we can then listen to others, one another, we become a different society. That's a society I want to be a part of. What about you? Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.